What's up everybody, my name is Brandon and I am Linux Liaison. Today, like the last blog post I had, we have user submitted content. Now I wasn't sure about the, the podcast episode title and I had started out with like tech support gore, but I figured the word gore, it has too much of a, like a connotation of seeing something. So I just settled on Tales from Tech Support, just like the the subreddit. Now today's uh, user submitted content is actually stories that are fielded from Mastodon. And I'll mix in somewhere in there one of my own stories, depending on how I feel. But without further ado, let's just jump into it. So CanDo, at CanDo, says that a coworker sends them an email saying that Excel doesn't work, lost control, send help. Now, I'm sure those in IT know that people saying send help are people that are pretty desperate, but this guy, it seems like he's got a reason to be desperate. So, can do does what he can, and after feeling out the problem for a couple of minutes, he notices an unidentified wire connected to the PC. Now, checking where the wire leads, it's discovered that there's a second keyboard actually connected, and something was leaning on the keyboard, pressing the en enter or, uh, or tab button while the user was using Excel. And as, as some of you may know, if you hold the enter button while using Excel, it's just going to go into oblivion. It's going to go into an endless stream of columns and rows, making it literally impossible to be productive. <laughs> now, uh, again, for those of you in IT, you probably know cases like this where it's something really silly, but it's, it's really easy to get worked up about something like this because let's say you are on the <laughs> this is a little personal uh, let's say you're on the 20th floor and you're working in a hospital and you have four elevators that can be used one of which is out of service and like I said you're in a hospital of 20 floors so imagine when you're trying to get from the 20th floor down to the 6th. It's very close to impossible to get from one place to another in less than, let's say, 5-10 minutes. So if you had to answer a call like that for something as simple and admittedly silly, you might be a little bit miffed, to say the least. Especially if, I don't know, it's a, it's a really hot day and your office isn't air-conditioned or something. Uh, but, all in all, great story. And the next one comes from at Mike on Fostodon, otherwise known as Mike Stone. Now, Mike recalls one time when he was in college in, um, in Montana and he was working for a housing group. When somebody working for their housing group calls them, uh, calls Mike, saying that they're having an error on their machine that says invalid system disk. Now, according to Mike, this meant one of two things. Either your hard drive was toast, 
or there was a floppy in the disk drive. And unfortunately, it was almost always the latter. It, it, it's always the simplest thing, the simplest fix, right? And so he tells the guy to check the disk drive and if there's, if there's a disk in there, eject it. The guy says, there is none. So Mike says, please double check. And again, the guy says, there is none. So Mike says it was close to a mile walk. And at the time, it was negative 20 degrees Fahrenheit, negative 29 Celsius at the time. Yeah, in Montana, it gets negative 29 degrees Celsius. That's insane. So Mike puts on all his winter gear and trudges through the snow and cold to get to the guy's office. And then upon arriving, waits for him to finish a meeting. Mike then walks into the guy's office and does, you guessed it, just ejects the disk that was in the drive and hits the enter key. The computer boots fine. And Mike puts all his winter gear back on and trudges all the way back in the cold, all the way back to his own office. Mike, I gotta hand it to you. I would have exploded on the guy. I would have lost my shit, I have to say. <laughs> oh, unless I was an intern, which I am right now. So maybe I wouldn't. But regardless, that was great resolve. And like you guys can imagine how frustrating that can be. Uh, I was talking about the elevator situation, but now imagine the elevator situation is coupled with actually having to go outside in the freezing cold. Not to mention putting all that freaking winter gear on. Like that is one of the things that I dislike the most about winter is just uh, just having to go outside, put all that freaking clothes and go outside. It's just, it's frustrating. So the next story is a little similar uh, and comes from at Ignitio Nigel, but I think it's supposed to be Ignition Nigel, but there's missing an N. Let's just call him Nigel. So like I said, Nigel has a similar story, and but it's, an, it's sort of in a different industry. So a client of his says that their forklift isn't starting. So... Nigel decides he's going to drive up to the site where the forklift is and check it out. Nigel gets there and gets the forklift and examines it a little bit. And then he just stands in the forklift, puts it, puts it in neutral, turns the ignition, and the forklift roars to life. Now, if you're working for a company that is paying you just regular wage. That's one thing. But if you're a freelancer, you might not be so pissed. Because before Nigel leaves, he says to the forklift guy that he's charging for an hour of work, minimum charge. And the guy says that his boss is gonna lose his shit. Now, for those of you who work in freelance, 
you know that Nigel doesn't really care. Nigel responds that, yes, that is the idea. Maybe you'll check the basics before picking up the phone next time. So this is one thing that breeds a lot of contempt in IT people towards their users. And you know what? I can understand. Sometimes the user can just be lazy. But the thing is, you are being paid for a job. Now, of course, you can't bend over backwards because there are limits. But if you're going to draw the line somewhere, don't complain about where you've drawn the line. That that that's all I would say. That's just like that's just my opinion. I see a lot of people in IT complaining about all this uh, all these people being lazy or being ignorant or or whatnot but w- when the truth is if they were as resourceful or as uh, perseverant as we are then we would probably either be out of a job or just have nothing to do <laughs> frankly uh, there would be a lot less of us in need. Now the next story is actually coming from me. This is a ticket that I had to take care of. Well, me and my colleague. So a ticket comes in for a printer to be picked up. This thing uh, to be picked up. This thing is going to be decommissioned like it doesn't work anymore and we are bringing it to the e-waste. Now, like I said, my office is on the 20th floor. This printer was located on the 9th floor. So, uh, we don't have an elevator that goes all the way up to the 20th. It just goes up to the 19th. But, whatever. It's one floor. I think we can take the stairs for one floor. That's fine. So, we head down to the 19th floor, and we pick up the cart, and we head into the elevator. When we get to the 9th floor... Uh, there's a corridor that we have to go through in order to reach the section where the printer is located. Now, this corridor is completely under renovation right now. It is, there. there's like no ceiling tiles, all the rooms are just filthy and just basically a wreck. And there's like wires hanging from the ceiling and just crazy stuff luckily everything is capped we're not in any danger or anything so we go down this hallway once we make it to the other side uh, we finally meet up with the people who actually filed the ticket and they we ask where the printer is and they tell us the printer's not there (laughs) so we look at them and we're like "Uh, what do you mean the printer's not there. They're like, we don't know where it is. It was here last Friday, and now it's not. So, I mean, what I figure is somebody already took it, but just not <sighs> knowing where a printer is one day and then it just disappearing. I don't know. I find it there's some comedy in there. There's a there's something comical about it. I don't. I can't put my finger on it, but it's kind of funny. So we head up 
we we head back up to the office and we close the ticket just marking it as already done uh, we never really found out where the printer was uh what happened to it or who took care of it but all we know is just the printer disappeared somehow next story actually this is the last story of the episode this one comes from matt mcnutt and there is more useless travel you'd think that our jobs is just to travel for really menial things but i digress so matt's working for a company in central queensland with site offices about an hour and a half away by car and each site has a server that runs as a domain controller and as a file server. Now the files themselves are stored on an external USB hard drive which is plugged into the server. Now, if you are setting up a server room, I would not advise this. That's just my inexperienced opinion. But I mean, I look at I look at the, an external hard drive and I see something that is going to fail. Especially considering the fact that it is kind of difficult to set up something like a, a RAID array with uh, an external hard drive. But again, I digress. So employees at the site are calling saying that no one can see the share on the server. So Matt remotely connects into the server and finds that he can't see the drive either. So Matt calls back and he says, uh, could you check the, the USB and make sure the the cable the power cable is plugged in? And they say it's all good. So Matt drives the hour and a half and from the past stories I'm pretty sure you can guess what happened. He drove an hour and a half to simply plug in a USB cable. Ay, 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 ay. So these are tales from tech support. There are some gnarly tickets out there. And if you want to check out more, I mean, you could just ask on Mastodon or you could go see the tales from tech support subreddit over well, on Reddit. I'm just scratching the surface. And frankly, reading these stories beyond entertaining and being able to put this like into an audio format kind of excites me because it seems a little different. People don't really, uh, people usually read these stories. They don't hear these stories unless they actually know the person. So it's kind of like knowing the person who's telling you the story. And, I mean, you guys know that I love telling stories. I, it's, it's a dream of me to be able to tell stories on stage or whatever. Uh, I mean, I've been doing public speaking since I was back in high school. But enough with that. This is the end of episode 19. Gosh, I can't believe I'm at 19. Uh, I've almost got 20 episodes. Speaking of the 20th episode... The 20th episode is going to be a resume of the last 10 months along with my experience as an intern at a hospital here in Montreal in the IT field. Uh, Just a quick sneak peek on the internship part. 
I am having a fantastic time. I am enjoying myself. It's uh, It's been an eye-opening experience, and I am learning a lot. So thank you for listening to this episode of Yet Another Tech Podcast. I think that's actually the first time I've said the name in this episode. But again, thank you. I really appreciate it. If you have any comments or any feedback, feel free to hit me up on Mastodon or Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat or Facebook. I am everywhere and anywhere you want me to be. Shout out to also the Spotify peeps, probably listening right now, and the Anchor peeps listening right now, because now my podcast is going to be published all over the place, so you can even find me in those places. And lastly, if you want to, if you feel like you've you've gotten any value at all, please consider donating to my Patreon. Uh, Actually, this time, this episode, I've actually written the script down, and I'm going to be posting the script as like a a low-tier thing. So if you want to see the script for this episode, you can go over to Patreon, donate, and you can see that, but only if you think it's worth it. I love you guys, and girls, and non-binaries. All of you, I love you all, and I hope you have a great evening, morning, night, afternoon, uh, second tea. Bye-bye.